0: Welcome to the IAM Podcast. My name is Carl Weaver, and I am the Website Content Manager at IAM. If you have any suggestions for the IAM Podcast, you can email me at carl.weaver at iamovers.org. Please subscribe to the podcast. You can find us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. Soon, we'll be featured on Apple Podcasts and CastBox.
1: Welcome, Movers. I'm Dan Bradley, and I am your host for this podcast. If you want to contact me about anything you hear on the podcast or anything you don't hear, I can be reached via email at dan.bradley at iamovers.org. I'm also on LinkedIn and Twitter at IAMMilitaryGuy. This is podcast number two for me, and it's taken me longer to put out this second round, so hoping to be more consistent in the future. On podcast number one, I said we talk about all things government and DoD moving related, but already on podcast number two, I think I have to revise that statement. I've been given the opportunity to work on a non-government related project for IAM, and I'll talk about that today as soon as we get through some government moving news. So let's get moving. Going back to last week on Transcom j 9s peak season call, I'm just going to touch on a few notes. As always, if you want to go deeper into some of the J9 teleconferences, you can find the slides J9 covers with the attendees and a little more depth on my notes by going to IAM's website at www.iamovers.org and looking for the latest eGov newsletter or subscribing to our government news feeds. Those have a few more details as to items I've captured during the various government calls than this podcast does. Last week's calls with DOD were a little more subdued. Last week, we were in week 35 of the moving season. Historically, that'd be the last week of peak season and would represent the last of the weekly peak season calls. J9 put out notice today that they'll continue with peak season calls into November as a recognition of the unusual nature of this peak season and the idea that peak season for DOD has moved to the right into the fall. I hope we'll continue to see the volume into November that DoD has been projecting throughout the summer as pent-up demand that didn't move in the spring moved into the summer, and some of that summer demand was hopefully or supposedly pushed into the fall. So DoD continues to project capacity demands above the three-year average into the fall, and we're all certainly hoping that materializes. I think we'll see above the three-year average for shipments into the fall, but at this point, I'm not confident it will be a significant increase, but here's to hoping that I'm wrong. Also noted on the call from last week, I am asked J9 whether they were hearing issues with getting customer satisfaction surveys, CSS, returns. J9 acknowledged the number and percentage of returns was down since the onset of COVID. They were interested in any industry insights as to why we might think that would be. Uh, I told them anecdotally we had heard about long waits at the help desk for customers who called to complete their surveys. They had not heard that issue. Um, I'm not sure there's a significant number of those issues, but uh, but that was, uh, again, an anecdotal input that I had received. On a positive note, J9 did say that CSS scores since the onset of the pandemic are up slightly. That's a real credit to industry and your resiliency and ability to adapt to a changing environment during these strange times, and is probably a reflection of the increased quality that industry can bring to the table when DoD smooths their demand during the summer peak season. Knowing that DoD was already working on business rules for 2021 and had some DoD-only meetings in July and August to discuss their recommended changes to the DP3 rules, IEM asked our government-related committee members for their insights on what the top handful of business rules from 2020 that they'd like to see from DoD. We wanted to provide DOD a short, proactive list of recommendations before they published their own thoughts on the business rules. We sent the committee's recommendations to J9 Director Rick Marsh last week. We focused on just a couple of items, the top one being recommendation to maintain the international transit times that were implemented during the stop movement period. The group felt strongly that these transit times were much more closely in line with how transit time should have been for years and strongly recommended to DOD to maintain these transit times as the new standard. We also asked DOD to consider paying for reways every time they are ordered, not just when they fall into the parameters set out in the IT and the 400NG. We asked for the 10-day window for delivery out of SIT to be the standard time frame that movers have to deliver a shipment, and asked DOD to halt automatic LOWs for shipments that have damages noted until the TSP and member can work through the claim process. If a member is satisfied with the TSP response to damages in the shipment, it shouldn't result in an automatic LOW letter of warning. As we suspected when we proactively sent our list of proposed business rule changes last week, US Transcom J9 came out with their recommended changes last Friday. There are not a huge number of 2021 business rule changes proposed by DOD but some of the relatively few changes they proposed are doozies. The biggest impactful change is that J-9 has added Code 4 shipments to and from Hawaii, to and from Okinawa, and to and from Spain to their special solicitation winner-take-all program. The Hawaii and Okinawa Code 4 special solicitation change is particularly impactful and could really disrupt TSP and agent operations during the 2021 season, and beyond. Industry has until 11 September to provide comments to J9 on changes, issues, and concerns with these draft 2021 business rules. I urge everyone to fill out the comment resolution matrix, the CRM, that J9 included in advisory number 20-0117. Make sure your inputs are heard by DOD. The 2021 tender of service, the IT21, the 400NG, and claims and business rules are all out there on move.mil/sme, and awaiting your comments. IAM will provide our inputs to these rules as well, like we always do. If you'd like to share your thoughts on these rules and their impact to your business, feel free to pass those along to me. But J9 needs to hear from each company individually. In the past, IAM has submitted consolidated industry inputs and comments. But J9 has stated recently they only view the IAM input as one opinion not a consolidated industry opinion. So please take time to review the rules, provide your inputs directly to J9, and feel free to CC me when you submit them if you like. you have any questions on the the comment resolution matrix format or where to find the business rules, just let me know and I'll point you in the right direction. On the Tuesday 1 September J9 call with industry and the services IAM raised concerns to the DOD about the proposed business rule changes concerning moving Code for household goods to and from Hawaii and Okinawa to a winner-take-all solicitation, and asked for insight from J-9 on the philosophy on this proposed change. J-9 stated these lo- uh, locations where, where GYPSOs reported they had the most trouble booking shipments this year. And in light of the success in J-9's mind that they had with Code J special solicitations and their ability to meet DOD requirements for some channels that were problematic the previous year, DOD feels like these code four special solicitations might see the same kind of success. J9 sees these special solicitations building capacity by giving a single winner the opportunity to focus heavily in this one area and time for them to establish the kinds of relationships with underlying service providers that make the effort successful. I am discussed the differences between the Code J special solicitation effort and what J9 is trying to do with these code fours. And we'll be sure to pass those, put those thoughts on paper as a response to the proposed business rules. And finally, in non-government-related news, IAM has started an initiative we think will attract asset-based movers to our association. We've set up a task force of IAM members who fall into the asset-based category. We call them Task Force DAB for Domestic Asset-Based Movers. I am is sometimes pigeonholed into an association for international movers. In reality, we see ourselves as an international association that represents all movers, and that includes domestic movers here in the US. We're going to be getting after a number of initiatives that we think will appeal to asset-based movers. We're going to try to prove our worth and commitment to the asset-based demographic here in the US. We have two co-chairs for our DAB task force. They are Chuck Bailey of Cornerstone Moving and Storage, and Oded Carmi of DN Van Lines. Chuck and Oded are excited about the opportunity about what IAM can offer asset-based movers. You'll be hearing more from the group in the near future, and I hope if you're an asset-based mover, small, medium, large, independent, or Van VanLine-affiliated agent, you give us a shot. Here we have to say what we are trying to do, with the ultimate goal of getting asset-based movers a voice in IAM's leadership and a place to influence IAM's advocacy efforts on behalf of this asset-based demographic. Let people know what we're doing, and if you'd like more information, uh, contact me, contact Chuck Bailey, contact Oded Carmi, and we'll fill in all the details. And finally, IAM's virtual annual meeting is setting up to have a ton of content for domestic movers, for international movers, for government movers, for residential and national account movers. Our early adopter rate is being extended through this coming weekend, so please take a look at our draft agenda and join us on 21 to 23 October at our virtual annual meeting. Use all the tools we'll have available to schedule one-on-one meetings, find new clients, hear about moving topics from across the spectrum. That's all for this week. Hope to put out podcast number three much more quickly than I did podcast number two. I appreciate any and all feedback that you had for the podcast. Again, hit me up at dan.bradley at IEMovers.org, and I'll see you next time.
0: Please subscribe to the podcast. You can find us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. Soon we'll be featured on Apple Podcasts and CastBox. Thank you for listening to the IAM Podcast. If there's ever anything you need from IAM, you can... Contact us at membership at IAMovers.org or contact us by going to the contact us page on the IAM website at IAMovers.org. Thank you for joining us and we will talk to you next time.